Hey guys, we are back with another episode of Simply Sit and Bree. Of course, I am Bree. And I am Sid. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Did you hear the what's up? Okay. Anyways, guys, again, we are back. This is officially episode four. So hopefully everyone is doing well, well, well. Um, We are so excited to be back with you guys for this week's topic. But of course, as always, we will start off this week's episode with And I Simply Did. So, Sid, what did you simply do this week? Um, this week I simply binge watched Bridgington on Netflix. Have you seen it yet? I've heard that it's good. Um, but I hadn't had anyone personally tell me that it was good, so I was just waiting until <laughs> I heard <laughs> more feedback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was cool. It really gave me like romantic novel vibes like those ladies who be reading those risque books oh. <laughs> um but it was also kind of eye-opening of like how women have always been kind of like perceived um with like they always had to do like the corsets but well because it's like it takes place in england gotcha somewhere over there um and yeah like it was the girls had to like get dressed up and go to balls to find a husband during the wedding like season and so it was a lot of that that was eye-opening to me like man girls always have to go through this bull yeah, like it's a, a whole series or it's a movie. It's a series, so it's like eight episodes. Oh, okay. I will fit it in my life. Yeah, I mean, it was worth watching. It was pretty interesting. So, yeah, what did you do this week? Not much, um, but I have noticed that I've been really on like an old TV show kick, likely because I just don't like any of the new stuff that's out. Mm-hmm. And so last night I simply found Charles in Charge on Amazon Prime. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, you meant throwback throwbacks. <laughs> yes, I have been watching um, and shows that I never watched before that I didn't even know that I, I love 227. Never watched 227 before about a week ago. 227 is everything. Okay. Um, and then like yesterday we were just talking about like shows from the 80s and 90s that I liked. And I just happened to do like a little Amazon search and there was Charles in Charge um and blossom so i will be starting blossom as well but uh being able to watch a little charles in charge made me happy took you back to your childhood it did and i did not realize that that show came out in 1984 so it was old when i was watching oh, it <laughs> okay so before you even <laughs> a thoughts got it yeah <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this show was old when I was watching it, but it's still, it's still good. Cool. Well, that is great. Glad we both got time to just enjoy something this week for ourselves. That's what's up. But now we're going to go into the Give Her Her Flowers segment. Last week, we 
gave Bridget Black her flowers, and that was really cool. She was a big part of our initial branding and introduction to the podcast. Uh, I don't know. What am I trying to say, Brie? Yeah, so she did our makeup. um, (laughs) And yes, she was like our our initial, she was our first look, pretty much. So they all the photos from like our first look shoot uh, were done by Bridget Beck. But uh, we did say last week we wanted to make sure that we gave pretty much everyone on our small, quaint little team uh, their flowers. And I think this week, or not I think, I know, this week (laughs) we have to give... Sorry, I air drum rolled. I know y'all didn't see it, but it was an air <laughs> insert drum roll <laughs> in those last few seconds. Um, we have to give Creta the Creative, aka Creta the Color, her flowers over at Mac Graphics. Yes. Um, like we said, it's Mac Graphics it's underscore biz. On her Instagram, that's M-A-C-G-R-A-P-H-I-X underscore B-I-Z is her Instagram. Um, Her website is MacGraphics, spelled the same way, dot biz. Um, And check her out. She's our brand ambassador. She helped us with branding. (laughs) Maybe not our ambassador, but she (laughs) helped us Um, create our branding. So, yeah, when we went to Creta, we knew, I think, one thing, and that's that we were starting a podcast. Right. We didn't even have a name. (laughs) We We didn't have a name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think what was so funny is we were like, we need a logo. And she was like, then go find somebody in their basement to draw your logo because I'm not her. Um, And so she really got us like thinking about our brand identity and brand development and what we wanted to name the podcast, uh, what we wanted to incorporate. I mean, we did of course end up with like our logo and our our trademarking and everything, but um, to just really build the brand, we did not know that the podcast was a brand or had a personality. Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of working through those long workbooks, but they were fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, really made us think about like what we wanted our podcast for and who it was for and what it was about and who it wasn't for. And so we worked through all of those things and came up with a name and Creta was there uh, and we bothered her a lot. Lots of texts, <laughs> lots of emails. Uh, but yeah, she was definitely a very a pivotal part of launching at Simply Sitting Breeze. So we thank her for that. Yes, we thank her very much. She really made us realize like it's more than just a thought, I think. <laughs> um, we didn't realize like, oh, like this is a business, right? And it helped us realize like the potential for growth and for the future. Um, and we wouldn't have gotten there without credit's expertise so (laughs) we really appreciate her and just wanted to give her her flowers and acknowledge her this week because she is dope so go follow her and if you yourself need branding and all the business information she got it on lock hit her up 
Absolutely. Um, well, we will not delay too long. We will go ahead and jump into this week's topic. Um, so, of course, I think it is very important to let you guys know that Sid and I do discuss the topic. So we don't just kind of like throw them out there, or pick them as we're recording. And so this week, um, last week, I think the self-talk was really good. And we did not realize how many women struggle with negative self-talk. So getting all of that feedback was absolutely amazing. And kind of with going with that for this month of January, we want to talk about things that we've outgrown, Hmm. Uh, things that we hope to outgrow. And I think we're even going to throw in some things that I wish people would outgrow. Um, <laughs> but yes, I think we'll go ahead and get started. We are going to discuss just things that we've, we've come to outgrow. Um, and not even necessarily that it happened in 2020, but just now that we are in our 30s and uh, life looks different. And just as we grow into who we are and finding more about who we are, things that we just realized that we've outgrown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, things that I've outgrown. Well, I know I've definitely outgrown people in my <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> um, friends that I thought would be my friends forever. And you know, relationships that I probably thought would have been forever. Um, I definitely found myself outgrowing and like moving in separate directions in life. What are some things you've outgrown? Um, so I, I think of course people as well. And um, I would say like situations um, mm. are, are some things that I've outgrown. I want to go back um, because you said like relationships that you thought would be forever. So without growing like friendships or relationships, like how or what causes like the growth out of the situation or like, how do you know, like I've outgrown this? Mm -hmm. um, for me, I'm thinking about it like a friendship in particular. And it's not like a bad like it wasn't a bad separation, I guess, <laughs> but um, we were just like really good friends in high school. Um, and then after I had kids, like I, I had my first child at 19 um, and she didn't have kids at that point. Now she recently had a child last year. Um, I just felt myself maturing in a in a way to be a good mother right so um when we hung out it was really like hanging out <laughs> um and doing things that weren't what i wanted around my child got it like um so that was kind of like our relationship and so once i had a had my son um i was like well i'm not really gonna be out partying like that anymore and not gonna hang around this group of people that were, I probably shouldn't have been hanging around in the first place um, because I have a child now and I have to look out for their well-being. So yeah, we just kind of found ourselves growing apart where she was still 
didn't have those responsibilities, right? So she could still go to the clubs or parties and stuff like that. And I was at home with my child. So we just kind of grew separately because we had different interests, right? My interest was being a mom and being at home. And I was really young, I was 19. And so learning how to do that, right? Um, I had to kind of surround myself with other moms and get some advice and get some tips and learn how to be a mom. So yeah, I just, we just found ourselves grown, grown apart. Yeah. I Um, think every woman has that, that kind of situation where you've outgrown like a person um, just because life kind of takes you, takes you in different ways like that. I similar have a friend that uh, we were really close and I just kind of felt like, yeah, the same way. Like I've, I've kind of outgrown. Um, and I think for us, it was just like, every time we talk, it's the same conversation or um, things like that. So that kind of let me know that I've outgrown it. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I can say that I've outgrown probably more recently is the need to explain myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that goes hand in hand with I think I've also outgrown my need to people please and so I used to find myself like always explaining like why I did something a certain way or um, you know having to like if someone thought of me a certain way like needing to explain like my side of the story or who I am or whatever it is and now I've really gotten to a point where I don't care yeah <laughs> like <laughs> that's good <laughs> like I know who I am I know what I am and like I don't need like to defend or protect like my side of the story or my image or whatever it is like I've outgrown the need um to feel like I constantly need to explain myself yeah that's good I I can relate I definitely like it was it's more so in school right where you had to always explain yourself like if a rumor was started about you or something like that you're like wait no like (laughs) understand me hear my side of the story I'm not that person I swear but yeah in my adult life it's definitely like if this is what you think of me then you clearly don't know me and it's not my job to convince you I did it a lot. um, I think more with like my family. And I can even say I did it a lot with like my Um, Mm in-laws. And it was more surrounding my kids. Right. So especially same. I had my daughter at 19. I was a younger mom. Um, But I've always, even to this day, uh, I've made sure that she has a pretty good selection of clothing mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to choose from. And so I would, they're like, oh, you, you know, you buy her too much or you get her too much or things like that. And so I'd always be like, oh, well, I had to buy this because, you know, she outgrew those shoes. They were too tight. So I went to the store and I bought her. And now I'm just like, I didn't ask you for the money. <laughs> why are you in my pockets <laughs> right like 
Um, and I really just had to get there. If, like, I didn't ask you for it. Um, mm-hmm. And just also, like, with, like, raising my kids, um, they're my kids. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of do what you want? <laughs> yeah, they're they're mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I... I just, like I said, outgrew that that need to constantly explain um, and sometimes even defend what I'm doing or, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I have similar experiences. Um, and yeah, it's mostly been around family that I felt like I needed to prove something to them and please them because they raised me right <laughs> yeah they knew me from the beginning so yeah um and I can honestly say like the process of outgrowing it because with family it's different like I don't know uh you kind of feel an obligation to make that yeah. relationship work um but it's only in the last few months um that I've a switch kind of changed for me um where I felt like I can't for my own like mental health and well-being care about what they think anymore um when I was in a dark place over the summer like it was triggered from a conversation with my family um where I felt like I didn't add up Right. Like I wasn't making them proud and to hear the way they kind of saw me as a mother and as an adult um, triggered me to that dark place. And so for my own, like, like I said, mental health and well-being, I had to not care about (laughs) what they were saying. Like and again, like I know me, I don't think they know me or the me that I am now, right? Um, And if they don't, like, I can't try to prove that to you. I just kind of have to prove prove to myself the things that I value and the things that I love and things that I believe about myself that I can't, um, yeah, allow that to affect me. So, yeah, the people-pleasing thing is is newer for me, but is definitely a big outgrowing thing. That I'm going through <laughs> and I think that was a whole word right there of like people need to understand that you outgrow you right um so if your interaction or your last experience or your last conversation with me was when I was 15 years old like please do not do not expect that the interaction or the conversation with 31 year old me today is going to be the same because it's not and not even going that far back like if you had a conversation with 29 year old me it will likely look different than if you had a conversation with 31 year old me as well because you you do you outgrow yourself and I think a lot of why um 
you end up outgrowing relationships or things like that is because people don't allow you to outgrow the old you. It's like they always keep you there. Um, and to kind of circle back, my friendship that I outgrew, it was not necessarily because, like I said, we wanted to do different things. It was more that um, all of our conversations were very much like conversations about maybe like things I did or the way I thought when I was 22. Mm-hmm. And so you not allowing me or wanting to experience 31 year old me like I've outgrown this relationship because Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit and entertain the same conversation or defend my thoughts or actions from when I was 22 I'm not doing it right and the same with my friendship (laughs) like um everything we could talk about was just stuff from the past and stuff that I wasn't necessarily proud of right like (laughs) stuff I was trying to leave in the past and when that's like, that's where you left me. And that's the only conversation we can have now. It's like, I've outgrown this, right? <laughs> like, I I don't want to be stuck in the past. I'm purposely trying to move forward and kind of leave those things back there. And yeah, the the relationship isn't really necessary if you're not trying to meet me where I am now. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, I've just... I've gotten to a place where, and I think it's good. I feel better about where I'm at now. Um, And then even like personally, like I feel like even like in my marriage, um, because I've outgrown like that need to explain myself and stuff, like I argue different. Like I don't, I used to be like, I I have to be right. And I have to finish this with you, like admitting that I'm right. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just like in my head, like I know I'm right. And if you can't see that I'm right, then I'm not going to exhaust myself with. Um, or, but also the flip side of I have outgrown thinking that I'm always right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, even getting to a place where I can be like, I was wrong. Yeah. It, well, even I's thing is like agree to disagree, right? Like yeah. <laughs> we don't have to fight it out until one of us is the victor. Like we both clearly feel opposite ways about something and, you know, you can feel that way and I can feel my way and we can still love each other. Right. (laughs) Like it doesn't, but younger. Yeah. No, (laughs) somebody's going to be a winner. (laughs) Right. And it's going to be me. So you're crying in the corner. It's not over. Um, but yeah, it's it's exhausting trying to to do all of those things and um, prove yourself. And I I've picked up not explaining myself in I think all aspects of my life, even professionally. Um, mm-hmm. Like even to my clients, I'm just like. Like when they call and they know everything then please write yourself a pre-approval letter and leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what do you want? Yeah. Well, I work with kids, so I can just say, because I said so. (laughs) (laughs) Not that it stops them, because three-year-olds are still going to ask you why a million times. But, you know, it's a developmental thing. (laughs) I can let it slide a little bit at work. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely... um, I, 
I hope that for every every woman this year or in the near future, I feel like women in general, if you just could get over or outgrow the need to explain yourself, your life is just so much more. It's just peaceful over here. Like, oh, yeah. And but I, I say that because, again, like you said, with family, there are relationships that you care about. And there are times that I'm like, OK, I owe you an explanation on this. Right. Like mm-hmm. I like I'll give you that. And I think that comes with growth and maturity as well. But it's not all the time and it's not to everyone. So. I think now when I do give someone an explanation, it really shows myself and that person like, oh, I'm really important to her because she doesn't explain herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like if I do sit down and explain myself to you, like you're, you're a, a little pearl in an oyster, you're rare. Um, <laughs> Because I don't do it. And it's so crazy. So um, I remember, I don't like I said, I don't know if it, it just comes with age or maturity or if it's just a combination of the two. But I remember, like, my husband's cousin would always say, like, in your 30s, like, you really don't care. And in your 40s, like, you don't care at all. And I would be like, that's just an excuse to be mean. <laughs> to people um, <laughs> like, like you're just using you're, the fact that you're older to be rude but now I'm like no it's it's the truth oh yeah I don't care a hundred percent and I had it bad I had it to the point where like I would not I would see like a shirt online right like a you know like how the shirts show up in your news feeds and like they're the cute ones right mm-hmm. of like trap music and brunch and I was like oh no I can't wear that shirt because I don't want them to think that I only listen to trap music and I don't listen to gospel music <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> So you felt like if you if you got that shirt, you would have to explain to everyone like, no, not just trap music. Like, yes. I like other- <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like, yes, like no, no, like I do know the two chain song, but yeah, like I like Marvin Sapp, Ernest Pugh, like I know all of them too. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like hey Tasha, I know Tasha Cobbs. <laughs> Um, yes, I, it was that, that it was almost crippling Yeah, because I did not, I didn't do anything really. Like I was crippled. Like I did not do anything because my mind would go into overdrive of what people would think or what Mm -hmm. they would say. And it's like in that, I also found myself looking almost for like validation or like it's okay from certain people gotcha right so like if i was at church and like someone else at church um you know like did something i'm like oh okay we can do that it's okay right (laughs) (laughs) i don't have to explain myself if it's already been done before like following that path (laughs) Like, if someone that I thought had it all together, like, if I saw them lose their crap, I would be like, oh, phew, okay, I could lose my crap. 
because like she has it all together and she lost her like um and yeah I really had to get to a point where I'm like I don't have to explain I don't have to explain what I do I don't have to explain um any of it that's that's one of the I was not getting the full benefits of being an adult oh facts like (laughs) it would give me anxiety to talk to certain people right like like I know (laughs) they don't see me this way like I have to prove that I'm a grown-up um (laughs) and I felt like I was like walking on eggshells all the time like oh they can't see me slip up here right like because then they're gonna think I'm not like I can't handle it I'm not a (laughs) grown-up in their eyes like but it's been since letting that go like it's been a weight lifted off my shoulder and I feel like um the people that I was trying to please can see it and feel it right like oh she don't really try to care no more like she is a (laughs) grown-up not yet right so one I feel like that almost makes you look more like a child to them in their Mm -hmm. eyes whoever it is but two when I think about like the people that I was trying to like prove myself to who are you (laughs) they did not have it together themselves big facts usually the people I encounter Right, which goes back to like the when we were talking last week, <laughs> like about people kind of pushing their insecurities on you, right? It's like the same thing with this situation, I think. Like Yeah. Um, I don't have it all together, but I'm gonna judge you in like every move that you make because I also don't have it together and <laughs> I need to push my insecurities on someone else. Yeah, I felt like um, I noticed it was getting really bad when I would kind of like water down. Um, Just kind of like who, not necessarily who I am, but just like water down what I'm doing to make it more like palatable for Mm -hmm. people. And I'm just like, no, like I'm not how you perceive what I'm saying um so perception I think I've I've outgrown caring about other people's perception because uh how you perceive what I'm saying so I can make a statement like we are going on a weekend trip next week um if you perceive that as oh like they're always because like we hear those statements like they're always doing something or they're always going places and then Mm -hmm. I think in our head we're like oh I don't want people to think like that we're always doing stuff and feel bad. So I'm not going to talk about this. And I think like last week you talked about that too. Like how you perceive what I'm doing um, has nothing to do with me. At all. <laughs> um, I outgrew and I, I want, I outgrew caring about this comment or statement, but I want especially our people to outgrow this comment of it must be nice. Mm. That comment used to cripple me. <laughs> because because you felt guilty? 
yes. of doing those things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And sometimes it wasn't, it wasn't anything <laughs> extra. Like I remember going grocery shopping, I think with one of my family members and I like picked up some meat and I, I don't think I looked at like the price when we were, my husband was in the Air Force. So we're at the base commissary. So the most expensive piece of meat in the joint is like five bucks, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I know, like, no, at, at Walmart or Kroger, when I go to the store, I am a full-fledged adult and I will put back the $7 pack for the $6.94 pack anytime. Yes. But at the commissary, <laughs> It's different and the prices are typically set, right? Like it, it's, and it's not expensive because it's the base commissary. But mm-hmm. anyway, I picked up like these little steaks, like they're like little, I don't know, like some type of little like thin steak to make like beef and broccoli with. Mm-hmm. And she was like, must be nice to be able to get steak. You're like, ma'am, it's five dollars. <laughs> but I, I immediately went into like, do you want me to buy you one? Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be getting st-. like my mind. And like for years, every time I would go to the grocery store and pick up steak. <laughs> did you stop eating steak for a while? <laughs> I did. Legit. Like I was like, yo. Like there are people out here who can't get steak. Like this is ridiculous. We'll we'll eat chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, no. And not only do I eat steak now, I don't eat grocery store steak. Ruth Chris, no, that's right. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, it is nice. <laughs> yes. Awesome. You should try it sometime. <laughs> Amazing. And I'm really about to make my family mad. I eat my steak rare. (laughs) I just pissed off half the culture. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, not only is she out here eating steak, all (laughs) willy-nilly. She's not cooking it. (laughs) Until it turns into a leather belt. Ew. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the those comments used to just I used to just play them back and back and back and back in my head like all the time. And I used to I remember like I would say like this person said this to me, like what did they mean by that? Why would they think that of that? I mean, why would they say that? And now I'm like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I can't even say recently with like the trips that we've taken. It's been that thought that I had to work through of like the judgment because people would would be like, "You're traveling during the pandemic." Oh yeah. Right? But and and that would like bother me, so I didn't want to tell people like, "I'm going out the country." Got our hands on the panty better than we are. Big facts, but like, and not only this month, but next month too. <laughs> <laughs> because I was afraid of what people would say. But I'm like, those same people would have something to say, pandemic or not. Yeah. Right? There's always going to be 
that person that's just hating and just try to rain on your parade. So like, why should I care? I should not. I did did have the same experience. Um, Anyone who's known me for like 10 minutes knows that my granny is like the most important person to me. And I really care. Like when she speaks, I will explain myself until I am blue in the face. Um, When she asks a question, it will get answered. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I told her that we were going on a trip. I told her we were going to Jamaica and she she didn't give me the pushback that I was expecting. So I was like, OK. So then when we went to uh, Mexico for Christmas, it was like, oh, Jamaica was fine. So I could tell her Mexico. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I told this 93 year old lady that we would be gone for Christmas. Um, and I think for her, Jamaica was, I think Jamaica was more palatable because we were going. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, me, Chris, Sydney, Ibn. And so it was just like, well, if y'all want to go over there and risk y'all's life, do you? But then mm-hmm. when I was like, we're taking the kids to Mexico, <laughs> she was like, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Pause and rewind. <laughs> like, I don't care what your raggedy tail do. But you taking these kids where? Um, but yeah, I had the same. I think all 2020. And it, it just pushed for me to like not care even more because, again, like I let my kids go back in class. The judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, we... So my son went to soccer, like he went back to soccer first and my daughter went back to piano. And so I'm like, I can't justify letting you go play sports or do recreational activities and not go to school. Like you might as well go to school. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and at that time, one, we live in Texas. And if we're being totally honest, Texas was closed about five minutes out of the pandemic. <laughs> like Texas put up a, a be right back sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like on break, be right back with a little time hand. <laughs> and and Texas was right back. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> like Texas is uh I think the only place that I've heard that's like more live than Texas right now is Atlanta. But Texas is open. And Mm -hmm. so with that being said, it was really, really hard to continue the lockdown, shut everything off lifestyle when we live in an area that's wide open. It's Mm -hmm. open. Um, But yes, it was like, make sure. And I don't know why people, because this is not our generation, so... The older generation, if y'all can explain this to us, we will greatly appreciate it. Why do they feel the need to say whenever they disagree with whatever you're doing? Well, just be careful. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's like a mind (laughs) trick (laughs) to make you be like, wait. Am I not being careful? <laughs> like reverse psychology, right? <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, 
like every older person on both sides of the family, when we've told them, like, uh, you know, like the kids have went back to school or whatever, it's always just, well, just be careful. <laughs> Care to elaborate? <laughs> Like, do you think I'm going to be uh, like, do you think I'm just out here smelling people's breath? Like, what do you think we're doing? (laughs) Maybe they just think like, (laughs) we out here like YOLO, like (laughs) throw all caution to the wind. (laughs) Mask off. (laughs) Like, I am being careful. <laughs> what? <laughs> this, this, or it's like they start the conversation with, it ain't my business, but <laughs> fill in the blank. And then they end it with, but whatever you do, just be careful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's one, I think 2020 really accelerated me not caring um, anymore. And like I said, I definitely feel freer. On a lighter note, I uh, I think Sid and I have talked about this a lot over the last few weeks. I am so glad we outgrew thin eyebrows. Ooh. <laughs> Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> what were we doing? I don't like, know. What, what were we? I mean, Breeze... Brie got an explanation this week of like why it was a thing. I didn't know why it was a thing. I just did it. Right. And so even okay. So I get my eyebrows threaded and um yeah, I get my eyebrows threaded. And probably a few months ago, my regular brow lady was gone. I really needed my brows done. I think it was like we had the photo shoot. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we had the photo shoot. I had to have my brows done before I jumped on this flight. And I let the backup lady do it. And she took me way too thin. Um, And so when I went back to my lady, she was just like, who did this to you? Uh, Because I have been loyal and true to her since we moved to Texas for so almost two years now. Um, And even like during the pandemic, when the brow place was closed, like I just like bushed it on my brows. And so when I came back to her, it was like she had like this big bushy canvas to work with and she had them exactly how she wanted them. And so she was just really disappointed. So yesterday we were talking about like how my brows were coming back in and she was able to get some shape and we should be like back to how it's supposed to be by March. And so we talked about the thin brows. Like I was like, I used to wear my brows like pencil thin. 
like get a number two pencil and draw a line. That's how oh, I got my brows. It's gotta be sharp though, like freshly sharp. <laughs> yes, like that dark line. Um, and so she explained to me, because she's been in the brow industry for a while, that the reason that it was done is because the fad, especially in the early 2000s, was to get the eyeshadow one color and take it from basically brow to the bottom of your lid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you did the really thin brows, it made your lid bed appear longer, which was thought to have been beautiful. Um, I mean, <laughs> and she's not wrong. If you mm-hmm. if you look at like early 2000s fashions, that's definitely what the people were doing. Um, for me, my eyebrows grow the opposite way. So your eyebrows are supposed to grow like your left eyebrows are supposed to grow to the left and your right eyebrows are supposed to grow out and to the right. My eyebrows, my right grows up and to the left and my left grows up and to the right. Okay. Um, so I used one, this was like before threading when waxing was really much the only thing because I cannot pluck mm-hmm. my eyebrows. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would get them so thin because with them being that thin, they didn't have the opportunity to get out of hand. Gotcha. That's yeah, I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think for me, so I have the unibrow um. going on. <laughs> and so once I started being teased about it, um, I was like, die unibrow die tonight (laughs) and i have always like tweezed my eyebrows myself um and so i just went to town and then (laughs) (laughs) no coming back i think i think it was a little out of hand and then i don't know i mean like we said the in the early 2000s it was the look right like celebrities had thin eyebrows we weren't the only ones (laughs) and so I thought that's what they were supposed to be and I just made them thin myself I did that to myself yeah I did it back Um, like (laughs) I let the ladies I was getting my eyebrows waxed at the nail shop I was living foul okay so when people Mm. talk to me about 20 year old (laughs) me I know I know she was not right I've outgrown her let me know, girl. Um, but the other reason is like I think the threading at the I or the nail shop was like what, like ten bucks or something. I was broke, <laughs> so my eyebrows go crazy. So if we get them as thin as possible, then this assures that I'll be paid again by the time I come back. <laughs> Ooh, that's <Hey>. smart. <laughs> I, I was being fiscally responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, did I really get my eyebrows done at the nail shop? After you got them airbrushed? Did you? Yes. <laughs> was it during that time? <laughs> Don't come for my airbrush. <laughs> I just want the people to be clear about like <laughs> the era. I've outgrown we were living in. airbrush. <laughs> Nails. But I did... I did used to have that rose on the ring finger or the letters. I did it. <laughs> we, all, we all did it. 
<laughs> but you said I was doing it after it wasn't cool anymore. <laughs> also coming from the chick who like is very new in her nail shop journey. <laughs> I probably do not have the best say. <laughs> Yes, I um, I got my airbrush done and then I used to didn't like to sit under the dryer. I've never liked to sit under the dryer. I've not outgrown that. I don't like sitting under the dryer. So they would spray that stuff on it and then I would hold my hands out and then go in the back and get my brows done. <laughs> good times, good times. <laughs> Ratchet times. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, what else have I, I came across something this week that I want us as women to outgrow. Okay. What is that? So, um, of course I am in the mortgage industry and I talk to, I have a lot of licenses and I talk to people from all over the U S and one thing that i notice. Uh, from women, usually in like the more Midwestern states and some of the Southern states, or I would say like Southwestern states, I guess. Um, can we outgrow you making a business phone call and then letting your spouse or significant other talk for you in the background? Just put them on the phone. Oh, yeah. Just put him on <laughs> the phone ma'am i mean i don't i don't like to be the middleman anyway because then you i'm trying to listen to two people at the same time like no you talk to them <laughs> that's the worst position to be <laughs> i think i i don't think that one people realize on the receding end how annoying it is and I don't know who to answer right <laughs> um and I had a lady this week and one her her husband you you're not even on on the on the mortgage or the title so go sit down <laughs> Oh. Um, and it's typically them and I don't understand I, I, I do want to have an episode maybe with some men and we can unpack this I don't know if it's like the insecurity of the man um, because it, it's a lot with like boyfriends, fiancés or like men who are not attached to the home gotcha. in this particular instance we were talking about a refinance so mm -hmm. i don't know if it's like that need of like i'm not on the home and i want to make sure she's not doing anything sketch um or what but <laughs> it was just she understood me correctly um and so like the question <sighs> she was a teacher so the question that I asked was how many years of education do you have? Mm -hmm. To which she responded, I have my master's, so 18. That was the answer to my question. Right. He jumps on and was like, no, how many years have you been an educator? You've only been in teaching for four years. <laughs> um, excuse me, sir. <laughs> 
shut up. <laughs> so then she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. No, no, I've only been an educator for four years. I'm like, that's not what I asked you. Correct. We covered that 10 minutes ago when I asked you how long you've been at your job. <laughs> like, please, please, ladies, ladies, ladies. I don't, I don't know if it's like an insecurity or like, like this is cute that like my husband covers me in this manner but so for chris and i because i get it as as spouses we have different questions right Mm -hmm. i'm sure you and ivan have the same thing the questions you think to ask are likely not the questions he would ask and vice Mm -hmm. versa so one um we will do a three-way call i am perfectly fine with hey this is mrs Barnes, I have Mr. Barnes on the line, and we want to have a conversation with you. That's fine. Yeah. That is perfectly fine. Um, or if you can't make it, give give your spouse a list. But if you are going to entrust them to handle the conversation, what sitting there and talking over like, let's outgrow this. Women, <laughs> stop, stop accepting this. Tell him to shut up. <laughs> Hush, honey. Mm-hmm. Like whatever way you go about it, because like I said, even being the person that is receiving it on the other end, it's confusing for me. I don't, yeah. I don't know what question to answer, what question not to answer. Now you telling him to shut up. He's asking you the question, and I'm just on the phone like, um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all want to call me back when you get this figured out? (laughs) Yes. I I don't understand that, but I definitely want that outgrown. Um, Yeah, that's my big one for this week is we got to speak for yourselves. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. Do you have anything you want people to outgrow? No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of things. <laughs> I want to. I want people to outgrow parking in like two parking spots. It's not that hard to just fit into one, but every time I go to the store, I be like, "Ooh, here's a spot." Ah. Uh, <laughs> You're over the line. <laughs> They're over the line. <laughs> Maybe it's like a chain effect. Like when they pulled in, the person next to them was over the line. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like one person messes it up for the whole row. And I'm just. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that. I don't know. I, I think that it does happen a lot out here because it's Texas and most people drive like trucks. So they just naturally take <laughs> however many spots they feel like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we have that out here too. It's, it's, if we could just outgrow bad driving as a whole. <laughs> right, how do we do that? As a whole. That test um, needs to be more extensive. <laughs> more. <laughs> less multiple choice questions. Mm-hmm. 
more let me put this thing in your car for a week and see how it goes yes um yeah i i definitely think i don't know i wonder what other people are out outgrowing or we would love to know yeah it's it's definitely been uh, like i said if you can shed or outgrow caring so much or caring at all what other people think of you it's a pretty good life over here be so Um, much happier (laughs) and it's a process it's it's definitely a process because like i said i am just now getting here and i think i even in some forms like i don't think i'm totally 100 percent like like i see some some women and i'm like how do i get there Right. <laughs> that's that's not forty. We're not forty yet. We gotta. <laughs> um, it's like every decade, you get to another level of no f's given. Yeah, like 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 post a picture of you with a dirty background. I I have not outgrown that much. Oh. <laughs> Backgrounds matter. <laughs> It's a movement that I'm starting. Oh. <laughs> so you want them to outgrow taking the pictures with the... Yeah. With just, the dirty background. be aware. I'm always like, okay, what's in my background? Like, we turn this way. Let's see what we got going on over here. <laughs> nope. Okay, let's angle it down. <laughs> oh, back up. Because my laundry's on the floor. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I'm over critical like that too. And I that isn't so much that I care with people. Think I don't like that personally. Yeah. Um it's a pet peeve of mine. Like I don't like a convoluted background when I'm trying to take a picture. Mm-hmm. Um and if my background is convoluted off, it makes me think that maybe I should not be on whatever social media I am on and likely should be tackling this laundry. Um, <laughs> so yeah that's some that's some self-growth right there but yeah like i said we definitely would want to know so please 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 uh comment let us know some things it was really interesting to hear like other people's self-talk um or their negative self-talk that they have so definitely mm-hmm. want to know some things that you guys have outgrown um yeah let's shed all this excess weight yeah, it's, I've definitely been, like, in higher spirits, which is, like, the whole month of self-improvement and self-growth, right? So, like, analyzing these things, like, last week with the negative self-talk, I was definitely more aware of it, and I had a great week. It was really... I did, too, and I was more intentional, um about like what I was saying to myself mm-hmm. as well. Um, so yeah, same thing. I had a, a really good week without, I don't think I said anything negative to myself. I might've thought it, but it didn't come out of my mouth. And that's a start. So that's progress right there. <laughs> um, and then even this week, like the, the need to explain myself. Um, like I'll sometimes see things and I'm like, I don't know you that. Right. 
yeah, I don't owe you the explanation. Uh, and I don't, sometimes I just kind of feel like, who do you think you are? To like, to expect an explanation? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a great question. <laughs> and like we said, often it's someone who does not have all the answers or everything together themselves. No, no, they typically don't. And then I don't know if that's just their way of like putting you in your place or pushing their insecurities off on you. But I owe nothing to anyone but to love them. But not an explanation of every move I make. That's, that's a word. Awesome, <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys. Of course, of course. Um, we definitely want to hear what you have to think. So interact with us. I think we are pretty active on our social media. So interact with us there. Also, uh, if you have someone that you feel is deserving of their flowers, we are all about empowering, encouraging, and motivating, uplifting other women. So write us. It can be something simple. Um, just make sure because we do send them a token from uh, Simply Sit and Bree um, just to kind of shout them out. So please, if you can, provide us with their email address and uh, like their first name, last name, what they do, uh, why you feel like they deserve their flowers. And then if they have any social medias or anything, uh, give us their handles so we can shout them out that way. Also, of course, like I said, we definitely want to uh, know. We want to know what you've outgrown. So write us, let us know, share with us. Um, if there's things that you think that we can uh, get value from outgrowing, please let us know because we definitely want to just grow. If you have any questions for us, or you just want to discuss a topic about um, anything, write us at simply asking Sid and Brie. So of course that's Sid with an I and Brie with an I at gmail.com. Yes. Please, please write us. <laughs> we want to hear your advice. Like, we need it. We don't have all the answers. We're just talking through our issues and we want to learn from y'all. So, yes, definitely hit us up. And um, well, guys, I think that is it. Of course, join us back here next week. Next week, we will actually have a guest with us. Um, yes. So that will be really good. Um, next week's topic is a little bit heavier. Um, so, but definitely if you have lost anyone or know someone who's lost someone, um, it's definitely going to be a great great podcast for you to tune in on we are going to speak with an expert in regards to grieving and growing yes. so we will see you guys next week have a great week you are amazing be great this week all right bye bye